Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Jennifer Beliveau drives all the way up from Long Island to go on a little trail run with me in Rochester, New York. Um, so we decided we'd do a little mini episode. Uh, what's interesting about this one is this will be, uh, Jennifer is the first person from my high school to join me on the podcast. So this will be fun. We're not going to tell too many high school stories, but maybe one or two. Um, so as I mentioned, Jennifer lives down in Long Island. She runs a lot of the New York Roadrunners races and she's working on, uh, getting up to her first marathon. So With that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and even feelings of runners just like you. Hey. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the studio. It's great to be here. (laughs) So you were mentioning before this that you're like a longtime fan of uh, public radio and um, Prairie Home Companion and... and, uh, uh, PBS and all that. Yes. So now you're in a big recording studio. I know. This is very exciting. Big time. It is. <laughs> <laughs> got your bottle of water. We got the sauna going. We're doing pretty good. So, uh, yeah, we started chatting and uh, you were mentioning about your training. And then I was like, well, someday you get up to Rochester and we'll go for a trail run. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you booked it. <laughs> I think yeah, it was like an hour later. I said, okay, well, I'm coming up these days and <laughs> let me know when you're available. Yeah, so it's just like that. So we went to Corbett's Glen. So um, what did you think of it? Is your second ever trail run you said? Yes, yes. I did one um, trail run as part of the summer race series with the Greater Long Island Running Club. Um, and I... Uh, I loved it. It was kind of part in, you know, in the woods and the rest on a boardwalk. And I couldn't wait to get back on a trail. Nice. Yeah. This place was great today. Yeah. Corvus Glen. We did a little like a loop and a half, three miles in and saw some uh, saw some waterfalls. And yeah, overall, I mean, a nice, easy jog through the woods. Absolutely. And it's kind of like right in the middle of the of a high traffic area. You wouldn't even know it was there. Yeah. That's what's so great about the rochester area we just have all these little parks sprinkled everywhere we got washington grove down by um cobbs hill in the city on monroe we got you know corbett's glen just sitting there we got tinker and yeah all these little trail systems just sprinkled throughout the city really is a city of parks (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so how's that different than uh down on long island well, I mean, Long Island is, is a mostly suburban area, and there are several parks, particularly along the ocean, mm-hmm. um, but they're not just tucked away in the middle of, of nowhere like they are here. They're kind of like hidden gems here, and um, in Long Island, you kind of have to make it an, you know, a whole day out to get to a park and mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's like a big trip, right? Almost, yeah. Yeah. But you got lots of beaches, lots of beaches down there, don't you? Yes, yes. (laughs) So you could do some beach running. Yeah. That that would really uh, do wonders for strengthening the calves, you Mm -hmm. know, and the shins. 
That would be great. It's a little tough with a stroller, the only thing. <laughs> You'd have to have a dune buggy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up in Rochester, mm-hmm. right? And then you moved to Buffalo, which is where we initially met each other way back in high school days. Um, so when you were in Rochester, did you, you had mentioned, you're like, I'm pretty sure I was here when I was younger. Did you go, were you a park? person when you lived in Rochester? Well, my parents were hippies. They were products of the 60s and 70s. So I always like to say like the Beatles songs were my Bible growing up. And we spent (laughs) a lot of times in libraries and hiking in parks because we probably didn't have a lot of money. Right. So I'm very grateful for that for my childhood. So, you know, we spent, you know, the the earliest spring day, we would be at Ellison Park, you know, on the sand dunes and Mm -hmm. always at Menden Pond swimming. And yeah. And then when you went to high school in Buffalo, you weren't really a runner. And I wasn't really. I started to be a runner near the end of high school. But I always say, like, what's funny is um, I was was on the team. But (laughs) that was that was about it for me. Um, when I had graduated, I had told the the running coach, I was like, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really getting into this running thing. Mm. And he was like, yeah, you're probably more of a recreational runner. And I was like, oh, thanks for the, thanks for the good words of encouragement. Oh no. And he, he meant it in a, like a, yeah, keep having fun with it sort of way. But I didn't run all throughout, um, college either. I mean, I don't know. It sort of tapered off a little bit. And you mentioned you didn't run through college either. No, it's funny. In high school, I like to think of myself as as maybe being able to be a runner. So I would run around my block a couple times and then go into school and tell, you know, Coach Garcia for some validation. Like, you know, <laughs> I did this and then I couldn't breathe. And what should I do? And and I kind of got discouraged after overdoing it a few times. Yeah. But I always wanted to think of myself as a runner. Yeah. Well, and now you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So you found it sort of later in life. Mm-hmm. And so what was it that got you going? Um, well, this year particularly, I mean, I was always like a, I would do the odd 5K here and there and train for a while and then stop. But this year I actually met some running friends, which mm-hmm. made the hugest difference in my life. So yeah, The now, great enablers, yeah. right? I drank right. the Kool-Aid. That's what they yeah. like to say. <laughs> so now you got you got some running friends, mm-hmm. and um, you do a lot of the New York runners road races. Mm-hmm. So what's that whole deal like down there? Well, I mean, they have this nine plus one program to qualify for the marathons. So we all started doing that together this year. So as soon as one person you know signs up, they kind of text everybody else on a thread, and we're all signing up for it and yeah. making plans to get there together. And most of the most of the runs are you know partially or wholly through Central Park. Some of them are up you know in Harlem, or of course there's the Brooklyn Half. Yeah. So you get to see a lot of the city in a different way. So what? Um, explain the nine plus one for us to don't live down in the city. Oh, okay. So the nine plus one is in order to qualify for the next year's marathon, you need to complete nine qualifying races and do one charity event. Right. So the nine the nine races are run nine of the New York Roadrunners races. Yes. Right. Yes. And then do one charity event is volunteer at the event. Yeah. Well. 
you're volunteering at a race. I'm sorry, right. I misspoke. So you're yeah. volunteering at a race, uh, whether um, handing out waters or mm-hmm. helping people get their shirts or bibs or yeah. just cheering them on on the um, the course. Yeah, so that's a pretty good uh, gig. Now, of course, you get to run nine races, and as you said, they're all in like Central Park and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yes. Um, what's one of the What's been one of the highlight races for you? It's funny. The one of the highlight races, which is actually the one I had the most trouble with, was um, the women's mini ten k through Central Park. Now I've watched um, I've watched the Lebo, uh, the Fred Lebo documentary, mm-hmm. so I know that that race started by trying to get more women into running, right? And mm-hmm. so now it's a women's race, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you had struggles with it. But what's it? It's a it's one lap around. Mm, I believe you start near Columbus Circle and okay. then you go in to the park. Mm-hmm. And but you do like that. a loop, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a six mile one loop, yes. right? And so th- what what was it about it that was your favorite? Um, I like that it was a women's race. It was it was fun. My friend and I decided to run it together. You know, sometimes you start the race and say, I'll see you at the end. And other times you say, I feel like, you know, let's do it together this time. So we started off together, still listening to music, both of us, and checked, you know, on the pace a couple times to see if we could sustain it. That was great. And then maybe about halfway through, my shin started hurting. Mm. And um, that was tough. But we met up at the end, and it was probably one of the most fun races. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a, a thing we've been talking about. We've sort of been texting about how to not not get hurt and not overdo it. And um, that's going to be fun for you to try to figure out because we always have to find our balance. And on this race, I have lots or on this podcast, we have lots of runners who do 100 mile races and people that are doing their first five or 10 Ks. Um and a lot, it used to be that people would work up their whole life to running their first marathon. But now we have, they're everywhere and we have so many friends that are doing it and it's it's really fun. <laughs> so you want to do them all and it's it's uh, really kind of a challenge to pick and choose the ones you want to do. Yes, I think you told me you were running Philly and I immediately asked you what date it was because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it piqued my interest. Yeah, you're like, can I can I make that work? <laughs> You'll already be trained. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's it's fun. I mean, that's I don't like road marathons. I'm I'm on the record as not liking them, but I do love going to races with friends. <laughs> so, I have friends that have talked me into signing up for road marathons. Mm-hmm. That's how it happens. I'll actually be doing this year's alone. Yeah. which is kind of daunting because I know there's a lot of wait time. When you get there, it's hours before your wave starts. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a very meditative, solitary thing. <laughs> yeah, when I did New York City back in 2020, I always forget if it's, I think it's 2014. I think it's either 14 or 15. I can never remember. I don't know why. Um, the, uh, I we stayed at an Airbnb in Battery Park because I was like, hey, my wife found this awesome place. And I was like, hey, it's right above a coffee shop. That's pretty sweet. And, um, and then I looked at all the times that I had to leave. I'm like, oh, I have to leave at 4.30 in the morning. So much for benefiting from that coffee shop. <laughs> I took a cab. Uh, well, first I walked. Then I took a cab. Then I took a ferry. Then I took a bus. 
So, and that was just to get to the start line, Yeah, you know, and then when you finish, you get the 5k bonus shuffle out of the park. The one advice that I would give you, which I'm sure you're in New York City, you get it from everybody, I'm sure. Um, don't do the baggage option. Do the no baggage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do the baggage option, you get another long walk and another long wait. So do the no baggage. Thank have you. have yeah. somebody hanging out waiting for you much, much faster. Yeah. So that's all I got for you as far as advice Great. Goes. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> So, um, well, where else do we want to go? So you, you've, you had the little kind of breakdown at the mini 10 K, but then you got back on the horse, you're doing all sorts of exercises and, and rehab. And you seem to be the most like diligent PT, um, patient that I've ever heard. Thank you. (laughs) So (laughs) how's it, how's that working? Like balancing running and sort of dealing with, you know, um, shin splints and sort of extra extracurriculars that don't um, don't have to do with the fun part of running? Well, I think I'm still struggling to find the balance between mileage and overusage and also, you know, doing diligence for my leg. Um, I think there's a certain amount of denial at play here because <laughs> sometimes I don't want to believe that it's going to get worse. Mm. Um, I'm trying to figure out just how many miles I can add this week and, and, and not make it worse and get a little relief. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The fun part will be after I figure it out. <laughs> right. Well, and we did, you know, we did three nice, easy miles and maybe it is like working in very, I know I get, it's, when I'm training for a road marathon, it's usually a miracle that I make it to the start line. You know, it's not running the marathon to me that's difficult. It's the training leading up to it, mm-hmm. you know. And so maybe it is throwing in those little trail miles, you know, and kind of taking jaunts off the beaten path. Or maybe it is a, you know, little beach jog. <laughs> yeah, that's very meta, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I need the little beach dogs and going off the beaten the beaten path for sure. I'd love yeah. to, you know, squeeze one of those in a week at least. Yeah. And it might just help because it's going to, you know, strengthen all those little extra muscles that you're going to need. Mm-hmm. Cuz the big muscles, they'll they'll get you most of the way there, but you're going to need the little ones at the end. Yeah. So I wonder if you can recommend some nutrition pointers <laughs> for quick healing of muscles. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> um, eat your Wheaties. Isn't that what Michael Jordan used to always say? I think so. And yeah. Hulk Hogan used to say, take your vitamins. Mm-hmm. And they both have good muscles. True, um, true. But you know what? I do find like healthier eating. I mean, when I was running my best and I was, I was loving, I would live for my recovery drink. You know, get the protein af- right after you're done running. I would, I would live for that. I would just get it and I would be like, yes, sweet reward. <laughs> you know, like you stuff it full of ice so that when you get it after your run, it's still nice and cold. And it, it just have that immediately right after, right? Like what from everything I've read is you, you finish your race, you get your protein in to re- have your muscles recover and then you get your carbs in after that. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit of energy to help break down the protein but first thing get the proteins in excellent so i don't know if that's a thing that you do i can imagine you do a good smoothie i can see it yeah you know i usually do it 
before running because mm-hmm. I'll be honest I've been trying to get down to a race weight so I haven't been eating a whole lot after I want to kind of like mm. use that metabolism to yeah but you need that you need to help your your you need to help your muscles recover too True. so it's definitely a balance yeah you know and that's that's why you do the carbs afterwards right mm-hmm. and and I am not a doctor so nobody listening <laughs> should pay attention to any of this this is just two old friends talking yes you know? <laughs> what works best for us right yeah <laughs> yeah but i do you know and i've i've talked with a number of people that that's kind of a you know a way to do it because you are already calorie depleted mm-hmm. like it's already done you've done you've done all the work but now you got to give your body the nutrients in order to be ready for the next thing mm-hmm. so maybe get yourself a reward shake that's a good idea yeah and it's it's so good. It's just like, ah, oh, I, I mean, just thinking about it right now, I'm like, I didn't do one of those today. Yeah, it's better yeah. than a leftover goo gel, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, there there is something I don't understand. Outside of running, having a gel is like, I've done it before. I've been like, it's not my proudest moment, but I've been at work and I'm like, oh, I didn't have breakfast. And I'm like, oh, well, I got this gel here. Yeah. Oh, no. They are, <laughs> it's just straight carbs and sugar. Yeah. Yeah. They o- they only taste good when running. They're, they're not good for you outside of running. Right. Although I did hear about some random ones imported from Canada. It's like pure maple syrup. Oh, yeah. And I did yeah. get some of those and those are pretty amazing anytime. But. Yeah. Untapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Untapped is pretty good. And Endurance Tap. Those mm-hmm. are the... Untapped is actually from Vermont, I think. Oh. Um, and then Endurance Tap is Canadian maple syrup. So, yeah, those... You could put those on your pancakes. Those are good. <laughs> <laughs> they got a little bit of sea salt in them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode not sponsored right. by Endurance <laughs> Tap or hey, you know what? Untapped hit me up. Um, <laughs> I got open sponsor slots. Um, yeah, so um, I like the other thing I like about today was just going on a little tour. It was fun. It took you, and you were totally trusting. I was like, "Let's go this way," and you're like, "Okay, sure." I mean, I'm in a city. How far can we get lost, you know? Yeah. But I do like having new people experience new trails for the first time. So that's what you could do. You could go find some little trails by your house mm-hmm. and then take your New York Roadrunner friends and say, guess what I found, right? And you can get them hooked on trails and then you wouldn't have to run road races anymore. That would be great. I mean, I'll probably still do them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, everybody <laughs> knows that I have this well, you know, I'm always like trails are the best, but they are. I mean, yes. let's face it. I mean, if I can figure out which side to take on the proper foot strike, then maybe <laughs> I'll choose between trail running and road running, but I don't have to. So. Well, well, and that's the thing. Like with trails, you're using all the sides of your foot because mm-hmm. the ground is moving and changing and shifting. And so you're using every different part. I do find when I'm running that I'll get myself into like a weird place where like I'm arching my back and I stay in the same position the whole time. Mm -hmm. I don't really get that with trail running because you're dodging branches and you're going around curves. That's a good point. Ups and downs, moving out of bicycles (laughs) way (laughs) and stuff. So, yeah. Well, I, uh, I look forward to your training over the summer. And anytime you're back in Rochester, you should 
hit us up, find a trail run again. Absolutely. You Thank know. you so much. And Corbett's Glen, you see, you can kind of push the kids around in that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Unless it's a double stroller, then that's going to be a little bit tougher. Yeah, no, I wouldn't need to do that. <laughs> I have a pack. I can, you know, I could wear the baby. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> but I can't run with him while I'm wearing him, really. So. No, you could do some Yoda, Yoda type Luke Skywalker training, <laughs> though. You know, that would be good. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for stopping in, Jen. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, You've met one of my high school friends. So congratulations to you. Thanks for listening. Um, You can check out the show notes uh, for a few links. We won't have many, but we'll have a link to the New York Roadrunners and the 9 Plus 1 thing. We'll put a link to, uh, you know, Endurance Tap and uh, Untapped in there. We'll see. And you can find your maple syrup um, and, you know, maybe our little Strava map of Corbett's Glen so you can see where we ran. Um, so thank you all for listening to this one. Uh, remember, we got that Patreon. So go out to patreon.com, slap that bell, you know, do all those things. Um, I haven't mentioned it in a really long time, so I'm going to do it today because I was thinking about it today. Um, if you can't support the show on Patreon and you don't want to do the money and you don't want to give the credit card and all that, that's fine. You can still help out by telling friends, but you can also help out by going out to iTunes and slapping up a five-star rating and maybe dropping a few words. Um, so if you do like this podcast, that's also another way to help. And I know I haven't said that in a while. So do that. Go out to iTunes. Um drop a rating on there and uh, really help us out. It'll help more people find the show and that's what we're in it for. So um, one last thing, I'm always interested in your feedback. So drop me a line at Chris at running inside and let me know your thoughts. Thank you all for listening, subscribing and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories until next episode. Be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.